At times, when I feel lost or confused, I turn to the internet for information. I think a lot of us these days do that, and there is no area in my life where this is truer than with art. As a self-taught artist, I had to find information on how to learn art, but the funny thing about this specific area of my life is that I wasn't only looking for information, I was looking for advice. I was looking for a person to tell me how to do it and how they did it, so I could do it the same way they did it, because I was very, very lost. By the way, my name is Teresa, I'm a comic artist and illustrator, and in this video I will talk about the mountains of contradictory art advice I have read or listened to online, and how nowadays I make sense of it. Now let's go back to the beginning when I first started drawing. Initially, all I wanted was somebody to hold my hand and tell me firmly, this is how you learn how to draw. And it's going to be fine, because this is infallible. This is 100% going to work. I didn't want to waste my time. I wasn't sure whether I had the talent to do it. So I needed something that made me feel safe in the knowledge that this time wasn't going to be wasted. And the one piece of advice that I found time and time again, and the one I grabbed onto was practice. A lot of people online give out this advice. Practice, just practice, you'll get better. And it is true. Practice is the basis of learning any new skill. Drawing is a practical skill, and therefore, if you don't practice, you will never get better, no matter how much you study and understand art. Okay, so we all know that is true. And because I knew it was true, it is something that I grabbed onto and said like, okay, so this piece of advice resonates with me. I know it is true. I'm going to run with it. Now, what was the consequence of that? Well, <laughs> the consequence of that is that for the first year trying to learn how to draw, I drew like a maniac. I built on this advice with other pieces of advice, such as take a sketchbook everywhere and practice every spare minute you have. Draw like a maniac. And now that is good if you are like, I don't know, very young and plastic and, and, and strong. Uh, but, you know, I learned to draw as an adult and I had a full-time job. And so that piece of advice translated into me absolutely exhausting myself and in fact getting a few injuries and I don't think I'm the only one that has gone through this I think a lot of people especially those that feel that we need to catch up because we maybe started a little bit late we become so obsessed with the idea of improving fast that we end up injuring ourselves Luckily for me, it was just a few tendonitis. They put me out of a commission for a few weeks at a time, and I didn't develop any serious conditions such as carpal tunnel syndrome, which is, you know, it's a good thing. I'm so glad I didn't go that far. So there you go. This is a piece of advice that is absolutely true and should definitely be given. But the problem is the way that in which it's given is misleading. In my opinion, this advice is not given in a misleading way because these people are evil and they're trying to injure you. Of course not. That is not what's happening. But if you go online and look for the most popular videos time and time again, you will find that the most popular pieces of advice are always the ones that follow a certain formula. They have to be, number one, super simple, short, and they also have to be quite strong. You don't follow the advice of someone saying like, maybe you should do this or it could be possible that this would be good. No, you follow the advice when you're lost 
of a person that looks at the camera and says like, this is how you do it because of this. And you should go out there right now and do this because it works. Look at me. I am successful. I have the skill. Go do it. This is the way to do it. And then you follow that advice. Of course, if you were to go to someone that loves you and ask them for advice, they that is not the way it goes normally, does it? A person that loves you and cares for you, when you go and say like, oh, I have a problem, I need advice, this is my problem, I want to learn how to draw, they wouldn't say, point at you and look at you and say, what you need to do is practice. Buy a sketchbook, put it in your bag, take it everywhere. No, they would ask follow-up questions. They would get to know the, the details. They're like, oh, so why do you want to learn how to draw? Uh, are you worried about something? No, you would have a conversation before that person gives you the final advice because they care about you and they want to know your circumstances. Because advice mixed with life, <laughs> you know, when it's too simplistic and is not linked to your circumstances, nobody knows what the result of that combination will be. Now, the reason why advice is the way it is online, in my opinion, is because of marketing. People go online and give this authoritative, strong, simplistic advice, not because it is the best advice, but because it is the best strategy for communication online. That's what marketing is like. You know, for instance, Nike, they told us to just do it for years. And it is a positive message and it's a strong message. And I'm sure it inspired a lot of people to do things. But they didn't do it because they wanted to inspire you to do sports. They did it because it was a catchy one-liner that would get people to buy some sports shoes, even if they were going to put them in a drawer and never use them. You know, just do it. Just go get the shoes. That's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to help you. So yeah, acting tough and acting like you know everything makes people feel safe when following your advice and makes you look like more of an authority. And so that's what effective advice giving looks like online. So they're not doing it to harm people. They're doing it because that will increase their traffic, their influence. And so when you have influence and you have traffic and you have views, then brands approach you and say, hey, tell everyone to buy my pen and I'll pay you this amount of money. That's what being an influencer is all about. So this advice giver, for the most part, are just influencers or they're just trying to sell you something. They're not trying to help you. Now, I'm going to shed my cynical skin off for a minute and give this a positive twist because it needs it. Because things are complex and art advice is not bad or evil or marketing or, you know, it's not that. It, it just, it plays a role on those people's lives. It plays a role online and it performs a function, and we just need to take a step back and use it wisely, right? So let's see it this way. People go online, trying to make clickbait videos with a simple premise and focusing on just one message, because that's what the internet is all about. But how can you, as a person looking for advice, use this information wisely? So I have five steps. Number one step for me would be to absorb all the advice, contradictory advice included. For every person saying you should practice every day, there's another person saying you should take weekends off. For every person online saying you should focus on the fundamentals, there's another person saying you should draw from imagination what you love. All of that is good advice. Every single piece, even the pieces that contradict each other, even the pieces that are presented as a fight, like this advice crushes this other advice. 
It's just the way it is presented. It's presented as a battle between two options because people like to feel like they belong in clubs. Like there's a whole marketing box about creating these tribal feeling so for example are you a coca-cola person or are you a pepsi person are you a playstation person you know like brands and and marketing and communication they try to make you feel like you are part of that club and sometimes creating a false sense of confrontation with an imaginary enemy such as you know my imaginary enemies people that say you should practice drives traffic so yeah taking all that contradictory advice even from people that shout at the screen and maybe annoy you, and take it as information. As you do this, you will start to notice that some of it brings a little bit truer than other bits. And that's the point where you disconnect from online advice and you go out with someone that knows you and has the patience and the will to listen to you. So like a good friend or your boyfriend or girlfriend or your best friend or your mom, I don't know, anyone in your life that would be willing to listen to you. I'm sure that by the end of a short conversation, they will have a view of what you've absorbed and what's on your mind. And because they know you and they know your life, they will be much better suited to give you good advice than anyone online ever. Of course, if the person that is giving you the advice is telling you something that you don't like, well, sleep on it and maybe reconsider and maybe talk to a second person, get a second opinion. And if you like what they're saying, well, take their advice because they love you and know you and would never tell you to do something harmful. In conclusion, all I'm trying to say is that advice from strangers is just information, it's not advice. You still need to process it, contrast it with other information and test it before you commit to following it. And please don't listen to random strangers online giving generic advice, especially those that are clearly trying to generate clickbait or viral content. Go to someone that you trust, that you love, give them the information they need to make the decision and let them help you. And last but not least, I would say listen to your body and to your intuition as well. When I was drawing, I was starting to experience like sharp pain in my wrist I didn't listen to that. I was just like focused on like, well, they told me to practice. I need to practice. I should have listened to the pain. I should have known better. But I was so caught up in this piece of advice that was so drilled into my brain through all those motivational videos that I didn't listen to my body. And the second one, listening to your intuition, because your intuition is a product of observing your environment and living your life. And so it will tell you when something is wrong in relation to your own circumstances. And nothing else aside from your intuition can tell you that. Not an outside person, not an expert, not the most skilled artist in the planet. That is only up to you to listen to yourself and listen to your body. So yeah, believe in yourself in that sense. And I would also say that contradiction is not bad. Contradiction is just part of life. Two things can be true at the same time, even if they're contradictory, because the fact that practicing makes you better doesn't take away the fact that resting is good for your performance. So practicing all day, every day will not make you a better artist. It will just make you injured. And the same goes for every bit of contradictory art advice you've ever heard. It's not that one is true and the other is false. It's just that they apply to different circumstances. They're both true and they're just being simplified in a way that they're more clickbaity. 
So yeah, be careful who you listen to. Be careful because they might be trying to sell you something or make you more loyal to their brand instead of helping you. And turn to those that love you and know you and to yourself for real advice. That's my conclusion. And that's how I deal with contradictory art advice these days. I hope you enjoyed the video. And I will see you in the next video. Bye-bye.